Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Lobbycast. Uh, this is Baz, coming live to you from Edinburgh. Uh, and our regular contributor, you've just been upgraded to regular contributor. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> uh, Hazel. Hey, Hazel. Hello. So after the incredible disappointment that was The Dead Don't Die, which we saw what feels like months ago, because it was months ago, actually. I can't believe that was the last one we saw together. It's crazy. Uh, we saw Joker tonight, not to be confused with the Joker. It is just Joker. Um, so yeah, we usually start with, with a, a quick plot synopsis, but it is a, I was going to say a coming of age story. It's not a coming, what do they call it? A origin story. Thank yes. you. It is an origin story, much to the amusement of our third silent guest, uh, <laughs> which is Silent Sarah. Uh, who didn't realize until you halfway? Don't have to wrap me. <laughs> no, we really do. <laughs> uh, until about well, maybe three quarters into the film, when it all fell into place and it all clicked together, that the young man was called Bruce Wayne, and it clearly is to do with the Batman universe. Uh, however, I felt at times reminded of um, Logan. You know how Logan sort of fits into the X-Men? Well, it is clearly an X-Men film, but it is very, very different to the other X-Men. Anyway, so it's an origin story of Joker, obviously one of the uh, ultra-villains from the Batman universe. Um, and that's what this is about. And it's got the fantastic Joaquin Phoenix in the lead role as, as Arthur Fleck. Uh, Hazel, come on, say something. Um, so like even if it wasn't part of the Batman story, I thought it was a really interesting look at how um, someone potentially with a mental illness, mm. how that can, you know, if the balance just tips from certain things happening, like actually how different someone's life could potentially mm. go. Like, because there were a couple of points that I forgot it was the Joker film. Yeah. Because you really actually feel for this character. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the strong points. I thought the set design was absolutely outstanding. I thought the yeah. the, the super rats. Uh, I thought the, um, it, it felt like a city on the brink. Yes. And if you know anything about the Batman universe, which I'm happy to admit I don't, but I know as much to say that obviously... The Batman character, uh, and I can hear all the super fans screaming at me, butchering this. But I, I always felt, especially in the Christopher Nolan films, that the Batman character was born out of the necessity of some good to come out of this this city that's been on the brink or probably been yeah. over the edge for a long time. The idea is actually that his parents' death saves the city because right. everyone suddenly goes, "Hang on a minute, this has gone yeah. a bit nuts." Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that that's sort of the event that tips it over the edge, but. Uh, so let, let's chat about the film. I think let's start with a few things I, I, I really, really liked. I loved the set design. I thought the, the mood, the lighting, I think some of the camera positions almost, I don't want to say voyeuristic, but it was again, you know, through a panel of glass. It yes. was the, the perspectives changed a lot. You saw it from, you know, a, a child's perspective at times. You saw it through sort of the, there was a lot of, um, a lot of barriers there was a lot yeah. of grids a lot of yeah. stuff keeping and then obviously i mean i don't know but it felt as though they were trying to portray him as being removed from the world and they often put a physical barrier yeah. between him and, and and the rest of the world uh 
Hazel, feel free to jump in at any point. Um, I totally agree. I thought it looked incredible. There's a great shot of like Gotham City and he's going in on the, the train. train. Yes, and that's actually in the Christopher Nolan film as well. Yes. When he's on the when he's on the on on on, on that train, I think at the the la- the end of the first yeah. film. Uh, yeah. Which f- I found out today that our very good friend Scott has also not seen that trilogy. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's just not, not even. Yeah. Um, I would like to mention the music, which at points made me feel really uncomfortable. Like there's a scene really near the beginning where it's just like talking, but there's just this constant like thud yes. in the background, and I couldn't get away from it. Like I just thought, yeah. oh my God, could someone stop doing that? Like I felt uncomfortable. Have you seen the favorite? Yes. Yeah, the favorite does that as well. It's got this constant cello, like. Yeah, but it didn't, that didn't make me feel uncomfortable. This made me feel actually uncomfortable. Oh yeah, good. Um, and at times, at times, almost distracted me a little bit okay. from what was going on. Because um, the because the other part of the music, of course, is it, it did a lot of sort of twenties, thirties, you know, and especially the the last song as yeah. well. Yeah, and yeah, there was a lot of like some some songs sort of recurred through the movie, yes. but like in a different way. And again, it was like that yeah. descent into chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, we, we saw a film very recently. If you ever want to see if. A, a, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm talking about Girl. We recently saw a film called Girl. It's on Prime, Netflix. Yeah. One of those at the moment. It's a Danish film. I'm butchering this completely. I want to say it's a Bel- Belgian film. Anyway, it's a film with subtitles. And the ent- throughout the entire film, you you feel as though the story is inevitably going towards doom like you feel the entire film do do you know what i mean like the entire film you felt as though there was something massive tragic yeah terrible and i felt the same sort of sense of impeding like i was uncomfortable in my seat the music the the thumping the the i thought there was a lot of noise like city noise like the 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 subway or a screeching car or like a a a metal shutter being being closed and stuff like that that was that was constantly kind of weird um i did feel like the more it went towards doom the more i enjoyed it and i think it's i think that's a reflection of the main character as well good not me do do, do you know (laughs) what i mean though like in the beginning when when he was trying to conform with the the world and trying to fit in he was miserable and he looked miserable and i felt There were there were two times when he looked really happy. One when he was with, um, and her name is Z- Zazzy Beats. I'm gonna yeah. say Zazzy Beats. Uh, that's that's the, the 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 main female actress in in, in this. Um, when he was with her, he looked really he- happy and healthy. But as then, obviously, you 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 realize what what happened with that. Yes. I'm trying to stay away from spoilers here. Yeah. What what happened with that, and then you realize maybe why he looked so happy and, and so mm-hmm. healthy um, but yeah it's got Robert De Niro in it which I'm not gonna lie I thought was miscast do you know what it is it, his character in it was really like this character that he ends up playing at the end of Casino you know when he doesn't really have a job in the casino anymore and he ends up hosting the show I kept literally imagining oh, yeah. Casino I've not seen that, yeah. and then I I mean, I seriously. <laughs> um, and then I kept getting a bit confused because I was like, oh, what film am I watching with this? Yeah. It just literally is the same character. So I want to I spend some time because we want to keep this to 10 minutes because we stick to the rules, Khan. Also, hi to Khan. Uh, Khan's actually done an episode on Joker, so we thought we'll do we'll do this one as a and, and neither Hazel nor myself, yeah, or, or Sarah have actually listened to it. So I have no idea what he said, whether he liked it or not, but I will make a point of listening it tonight. But I want to spend some time talking about Joaquin Phoenix because... 
I mean, he was extraordinary. I mean, um, I actually like there was a point in it that I was like, he's, he's the only person in the film. Like, yes. I'd almost forgotten all yes. of the other. It was like a Tom Hanks castaway thing, where like literally it was only him in the movie. How interesting that you talk about Tom Hanks because I always and I love Tom Hanks to bits. I think he's like so many happy childhood memories from big to you know pretty much I own every film that he's yeah. in um, but I always 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 think of Tom Hanks as an actor as in he acts a character and he does it so well that yes. sometimes you do but for me Joaquin Phoenix in this film was the Joker like yeah. he embodied the only other person I could think of that does that is um, and I've just totally forgotten his name wow uh, Phantom Thread There Will Be Blood Daniel, Daniel De- thank you, Daniel Delu. The only um, other person I could ever think of, and, and one thing I'll, I'll quickly say, and then we're almost out of time, is but <laughs> I always thought the way that he put, and, and this might be completely out there, because I don't actually know much about him. But I, I, since Walk the Line, I've always thought he portrays uh, hurt and drama very well because I think in his actual life there was a lot of hurt and drama because with his brother and everything yeah. that happened. So for me, that was always. He, he managed to channel that particular emotion incredibly well. Um, we've got about a minute left, so yeah. He's extraordinary in it. Yeah. Um, there were two like real standout scenes. The first is the one on the subway when he's starting to really kind of that, the snowball effect starting to happen. Oh, yeah. That was amazing, like the way like it was going in and out with the light and everything. Oh, that was amazing. And then set design was the bit crazy. where he's just literally dancing on the stairs. Yeah. At the end, like everything about that scene he's wearing the way he's dancing the song like I was totally mesmerized I, I, I couldn't agree more so would we see it again absolutely yes. I would I'd probably give myself a couple of weeks to get over tonight yes. I'm not gonna lie though there were some bits at the beginning that I was bored and that's okay. why I was saying like actually the more it was heading towards the doom the yeah. more I enjoyed it because the character came yeah. to life there was a couple of bits near Sarah the start Sarah is nodding I along like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know that I'm loving this and yeah. then I started to really love yeah. it yeah 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 again I thought the, the little bit of Basil exposition at the very end where they basically explained what everybody knew at this point what had happened to him what, that irked me a little bit um, yeah. star rating and we're not doing 17 and a half lightsabers out of 5 we're no. just doing out of 5 we're stars we're like halves you're halves yeah absolutely I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 4 and a half I'm gonna give it 4 and only maybe we'll do a follow up to this but there's a few things especially around the mental health issues and the because for me it would have been a better film if they weren't playing on that angle and I think I'm echoing a lot of what the, the critics are saying here. But for me, I think it would have been a more interesting film if they hadn't tried to explain it away with mental illness, where it could have just been a portrayal of what your circumstance can do to you when, a, when, you, when you live in an environment that can be so cruel and so... Yeah, for me, that would have been a, a more interesting film, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, last but not least, standout performance. Oh, I mean, but honestly, I, there's a point that I'm like, was there anyone else in the film? Yeah. That's agreed. how I feel about it. Guys, thank you so much. We've gone way over by 11% at this point. <laughs> uh, so it's been uh, uh, myself, Baz, and... Hazel. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye.